Greetings, heroes, and thank you for answering the Summoner's Call. Presented by the Gamers Inn, this is a podcast for all fans of Fire Emblem Heroes and the Fire Emblem franchise. I'm your host, Ryan Murphy, and joining me today is my co-host, Eddie. How's it going, Eddie? Not too bad. Been kind of crazy with the holidays. Yes, the holidays are upon us. Christmas will be here in just three, depending on your age, long or short days. I find for myself it's going to go by really quick, but I remember when I was a kid... It took forever, so it really depends. Um, this is our last episode of 2018. We're going to be taking a week off next week and a much-deserved break, not necessarily from this show, but a, but a break in general. Just going to rest it up a bit and enjoy some family time. Uh, yep, and I'll be going on vacation during that time, uh, but my vacation goes a little longer than the week. Um, I'll be out till January 10th. Mm-hmm. Um if I'm able to, I'll try and join for the January 5th episode, but, you know, I'll be in a different country uh, over in Europe, and so don't know what I'll have access to, so I might not be here for the first episode on the 5th. Yeah, plus you'll be speaking a different language, right? No, I'll be speaking the same language. Oh. Everyone else around me will be speaking a different language, oh, okay. other than my family. But but three weeks, like that's like you're embedded. So, so like you, you, you might pick up a few words and... Oh. See, but I'm only going two weeks, so oh, yeah. I don't quite oh. get that. You should be fine then. That deep into it. Yep. <laughs> no, yeah, so we'll, uh, we will make something happen for for uh, our, the first episode of 2019. We'll get something out there on the feeds, and we'll discuss all the new stuff. But I don't want to delay further, because we've got a special little something for everybody here that uh, that Eddie cooked up that I'm excited to go through. But but that's just a tease. We'll, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. But as always, we start with the banners. We've got New Power Part 1, New Power Part 2, that goes until the 23rd. Winter's Envoy goes until the 18th of January. And The Gifts of Winter, which is the new Christmas banner, or sorry, holidays banner, I should say, January 18th as well on that one. Eddie, how have your holiday summons been going? I did the... Uh, free summon on the rerun of the Winter's Envoy banner. I didn't get anything special. Uh, but I did hop into the Gifts of Winter banner, mm-hmm. uh, trying to get one of each unit, as I like to do on the seasonal banners. Uh, managed to get a Fey uh, with Ephraim chasing right behind as I finished up the wheel on that one. Cool. Uh, dove back in going after Erica, and it seems Ephraim is chasing after the women, uh, or just being an overprotective brother, because I uh, when I finally got Erica it w- and managed to get another um, Ephraim right after her on that same wheel as well. So, nice. yep. All in all, your holidays have been bountiful thus far. Yes, that's good. I uh, have not had such luck. I I, I do want to roll back a bit and talk about the Hero Fest that just ended prior to our prior to this episode. Uh, just a just a tale of caution. And we talked about tickets last week. And what happened to me after the show is that I, I was, what I was doing is every time I got a ticket, I was putting it into the banner. So one summon ticket, get out, one summon ticket, just expecting like, hey, if I get something great, if I don't, because what I wanted from, from the event I already got, which was air. And I, I wanted, I, I realized, like I looked at the appearance rate, it was at like 5.3 and I'm like, oh, that's, well, yep that's pretty high. I should just keep going and get something. Well, you uh, know, every five su- summons, you get a boost to the appearance rate. So 
Yeah. So I did that, and then I blew a bunch of orbs, and then got another a spare air. So uh, the tickets are interesting in that I think they kind of. I I also forgot about the inflated uh, appearance rate for the Hero Fest. Uh, it started at five percent, so like five point three yep. really wasn't the greatest uh in in comparison to five percent like it wasn't a huge up upgrade right yeah it was one upgrade yeah so but but then like by by the end of it i was kind of i was in too deep and i was like well i gotta dig out of this somehow i was kind of pulling for um the green orb lewin i think his name is yeah Levin, i believe is how they actually pronounce it which is weird because it is spelled lewin well you can't really it comes from a japanese game right Yep. Not not saying that all the Japanese games. I think they're just their English translations. Maybe don't are, don't come over as strong because they were never properly translated, right? So. Uh, yeah, I believe he is from a game that was a Japanese only game. So. Their it, choice of spelling. Compared to pronunciation, might be a little odd for us. Mm-hmm. Then again, there are other weird, you know, uh, European uh, countries that spell things weird like have you ever seen siobhan spelled for irish i believe no i mean it's like s-i-o-b-h-a-n it's pronounced siobhan hmm so well that's interesting and like um shersha ronan who's a star you know she's s-a-i-o-r-s-e or something like that and it's pronounced shersha so well there they... there are some weird ones out there yeah even no, for in sure. the european side of things oh and don't worry we've we over here in canada we put some extra use in just to just to keep things interesting uh yes. but yeah I, I did get a spare error and I, I think i learned uh i learned a lesson there um i mean if you wanted one i mean you rolled for it but yeah you have pity breaks like always and you know if you're just remember that if you get more than four free tickets, actually, if you get more than three free tickets, your appearance rate is going to go up. So if you're not wanting to spend, just don't think, oh, the appearance rate went up, so I have to spend, you know? Well, that or I should have just been using the tickets and then and then continuing on summoning or pulling the orbs that were there as opposed to just using it like tickets i can't i can't think of what was there every single time but in my mind i think i tricked myself into thinking i need to summon on this banner um but anyways i i I think i'll need to reevaluate how how the tickets work for me and kind of figure out it's that yeah it's a case of um you know what i was doing for the first few days was i was summoning you know, taking the free ticket, and then if there were any other orbs that I wanted colors out or wanted characters out of, right, I would summon the rest of those orbs on a wheel. Mm-hmm. You know, because I knew I was gonna at least try a bit to get Ophelia and Levin. Um, when I got a spare air early on, I'm like, you know, I don't really want five airs this time around, so I'll stop summoning on the colorless. I would rather get Ophelia or Levin. You know, so. Yeah, I uh, so yeah, I, I I did get the spare, but I, whatever. I, I licked my wounds. I'll remember it for January when the tickets return. Uh, when it comes to the gifts of winter banner, I'm thinking of going for Erica only because last week we we kind of talked it over and we discovered she was a healing armored unit, and that 
that seemed interesting yeah. to me. Uh, but I've had no luck yet. I haven't really been trying. I, I kind of went in a bit and then decided, uh, the Legendary Banner's coming in a couple days. I probably should wait for that just to see what's what's shaken there. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I've got about 40 orbs I'm holding back. I've put about maybe 20 to 30 orbs in just to kind of poke away at it. Uh, so I'm going to wait and we'll see how we do. But um, is it like the holidays in real life where if I summon from this banner after Christmas, it just feels a little weird? It's like having a Christmas tree up in, in January, which is literally when we're going to be able to summon from this. Or am I just thinking too much? It's... Yeah, one could argue you're thinking too much. It's really up to you whether you find it weird or not. <laughs> Many um, would probably you know, argue I'm I'm thinking too much. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm I'm you know my family's always been a little weird in that nine times out of ten we did not do Christmas on Christmas Day. Because mm. when I was growing up my dad owned a restaurant that actually opened for Christmas Day. So you know, we were always busy that day and we just did our holidays pretty much the day after so yeah no that's yeah. uh ne I... never did things on time so it's like not that odd for me to do have things going late yeah well i th I, I think I, you're right i think i'm just i'm kind of I'm just joking if around. anything if anything it's less weird than if the christmas banner had come in uh october like the stores seem to think it does Oh, yeah. I was like, where are you going with this? And then I realized, like, yeah, Christmas does. Here it's here it's usually, like, mid-November when it really starts to shine. Well, it used to be, like, November 1st was before. You wouldn't see any Christmas stuff till November 1st. But I think this year there was Christmas stuff sometime mid-October. It's like, really? How, how do stores have that much space? Like, that they can, they can devote a whole section for Christmas stuff in October. Don't know. Oh man, that's you got crazy. Me. Well, uh, I'm curious. In other modes of the game, we have our Tempest Trials back. Uh, we're going to talk about Cecilia in a little bit, and and I got yes. her, and she's she's fairly she's interesting. But again, we'll we'll, we'll chat about her in a bit. But uh, how how are you doing in the Tempest Trials? You you enjoying your playthrough well, there? Doing pretty well. I believe I have all the rewards. Um, wow. Maybe might be missing one of the um, uh, seals. Uh, but I've leveled up my, I built a squad with each of the new, um, bonus heroes, uh, leveled up my Erica squad, working on my face squad, uh, need to hop in and see if the, uh, recommended IVs are up for Ephraim to figure out which of the two Ephraims to get rid of and level up his squad and then level Cecilia and her squad up. I think I might even have a spare squad after that if I have the time, but, uh, as we'll go over, we have another Tempest Trial to work on that extra squad if I want it coming soon. Mm -hmm. Cool. So. No, I'm still working my way through. I haven't quite finished it, but I am I am a little farther. I did get the uh, the gold or the five-star Cecilia. and uh... Well, when I say I've finished most of it is I've gotten to the point where I've gotten all four seals, all three. I think I've gotten all three seals. I've gotten the gold Cecilia. I'm above 20,000 points i can't remember if that was the last seal or not but oh well you've you've got i haven't unique i haven't rewards. capped it at fifty thousand. yeah i haven't capped it out yet uh, okay so cool well i uh i i'm i'm looking forward to playing the game over the holidays i've got uh i've got i'll have some spare time doing some driving i'm gonna have some phone time so i'm curious what events 
I'm going to be able to I was going to say, um, while you got your spare time, there's plenty to keep you busy. Uh, as usual, we have a new arena, Blessed Gardens, Tactic Drill, and Rival Domains, as well as Ether Raid. Um, the December Orb promo is still running to the 25th if you wanted to grab that. Uh, the Grand Hero Battle Revival of Linus is still running until the 27th. Tempest Trial is uh, going on until the 28th. Uh, Book 3, Chapter 1 and 2 quests are also running till the 28th. The Three princess, pr- three Princesses quest with Bjorn, Sharina, and Air that started uh, this morning, I think, mm-hmm. uh, run till the 5th of January. And the Kingdom of Hoshido tap battle, Illusory Dungeon, is running till the 10th of January. Well, plenty of tapping to go around. I'll, I'll definitely be getting in on that business uh as for more events coming up in the near future we've got these are all starting before january 5th as we mentioned we are going to miss next week so we're giving you a two-week preview intelligent systems has been nice enough to give us a fully fledged calendar for the next month uh heroes with fortress skills that's a banner december 23rd so starting tonight at 2 a.m or tomorrow morning however you want to phrase it uh, Bound Hero Battle Revival, Hector and Matthew, that's on the 27th. Grand Conquest, also on the 27th. I know what Eddie's going to be doing. Legendary Banner plus Battle starting on the 28th. Uh, Tempest Trials uh, login bonus on the 30th. And then the Voting Gauntlet login bonus on the 31st. We're going to be getting some orbs coming at us. Yep. Um, on the 27th, uh, yes, I will definitely be doing Tempest Trials before it ends. Uh, New Year's Celebration starts on January 1st. The Special Heroes uh, banner, a new Special Heroes banner, starts on the 1st as well. Uh, Probably going to be a new set of um, New Year's Heroes, uh, possibly a bunch of princesses, because at the same time, the Tempest Trials of an Alliance of Princesses starts on the 1st. Voting Gauntlet starts on the 3rd. And a new Bound Hero Battle in Banner with Klein and Clarine starting on the 4th. Cool. Yeah. Quite a lot going on over the next two weeks. Although they are, like uh, most people, taking a Christmas break. Nothing happened between the 23rd and the 27th. Oh, yeah. I never really noticed that. Good for them. Yep. Uh, But... As we mentioned, right now going on is the Tempest Trials Life is But Fleeting, where we got Cecilia, Festive Instructor, as the Tempest Trials reward. Um, So, Cecilia is here, ready to give you the boot if you slack off in class. Uh, She's Roy and Lelina's teacher from Fire Emblem the Binding Blade. She's an armored, colorless dagger unit. And I put daggers in quotes there, because... You know, in the grand tradition of seasonal dagger units, she wields a boot as her weapon, full of stocking stuffers that I, she I, throws at you. I've seen the I've seen the boot art, and I've I've seen the art. There's there's some weird things about her art, but now I'm looking at the actual weapon, the 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 weapon name that you've written here, and and I didn't notice that before, yes. and now I'm laughing. It is the Goody Boot Plus. <laughs> um, that is the name of her weapon. Uh, It gives her the usual dagger debuff after combat on the opponent, as well as it gives her a boost to her defense and resistance 
uh, of two times the number of allies within two spaces of her during her combat. Uh, she does not really get any new or unique skills, but she does come with Iceberg, Attack Resistance Bond, and Defense Ploy. Cool. She's uh, she's interesting. She's got some cool art in that, you know, it's not very often we get... Well, actually, they've been kind of killing it with the free Tempest Trial units lately. They've been really giving us some, some cool characters with some, some interesting art. And the fact that she's a dagger unit that throws boots... I just love how uh, how not serious they they take these you know these uh, these special heroes right these limited heroes. What, it's so. What cool. do you mean they're not taking it serious? She it's throws very a serious to be. Yeah, but it's very serious to be throwing soup or seashells or true wine bottles as daggers. Right. Yeah, seasonal all... units all have weird weapons almost always. <laughs> Well, I just I like that they I guess not calling it not serious is a bit of a, a bit of a rude thing, but it's like it feels to me like they just have fun with it, and that's the whole point yeah. of, of this stuff. And yeah, especially I, with the seasonal units, yep, they just have fun. Yeah, I and mean, it, last last year, Alyssa was wielding a handbell as an axe, and I thought that was so. great. Yep. Well, the the cool thing that I'll also note is that the fact that they've been they've been giving us these these free heroes that are within the seasonal you know mode like they did it with halloween they've done it now with christmas they did it last or earlier this year with the new year's stuff we got we got a free takumi yep. uh was it uh, no it was corn that was the free yeah you're right corn enjoying tradition was the free unit mm-hmm. and i just really appreciate that and this unit's really cool and yeah, I I haven't used her a whole lot, but she seems to be pretty strong. She's an armored, yeah, armored colorless dagger unit. So she's she's getting some good use uh, right now as I level level her up. But yeah, she's really good. Yep, and we do have to note that she is colorless because we do now have colored daggers. True, very true. Cool. Well, uh, do we want to? Is there any more to say about Cecilia, or should we head into the the uh, the surprise addition to this episode? Can't think of much more to say about her. So cool. Well, without further ado, if I had an ability to play a sound here, I would. We've got what I've wrote here: the Fay of the Year celebrations. But we were we were brainstorming prior to the recording, and we were thinking like, okay, what what could we call this? Could we call it? I said like some like the Golden Orbies, the Golden Orbs, this the this the golden what's the name of the weapon we carry the flabergenschlar yeah brightablick i think it is or something like that gesund <laughs> tight <laughs> anyways uh eddie what, what do you think we call this thing i have no clue okay um, that's a terrible name as well i'm we... not as good at i'm not as good at uh, coming up with weird random names off the top of my head out of nowhere. Okay, well, sorry. We'll call it uh, we'll call it Fay of the Year celebrations for now. But if anyone in the Discord or or the listenership has a, another suggestion, we will certainly update it. But we've got a couple categories here. We've pulled the Discord as well, so we've got some suggestions from the community. But Eddie, without further delay, take us into our first category. Okay. Well, there were 121 new characters added to the game this year. Uh, we had 52 characters uh, that were on normal banners and added to the five-star summoning pool, uh, with a portion of them being demoted to also appear on the four-star pool as well, as usually happens. Uh, we had a risen hero of Like, Legendary Ike, 
and one new book-related hero for a total of 54 characters that are able to be obtained at any time. Um, with Legendary Ike, I'm pretty sure that Xenolog is still active, but since I got it right away, I don't know for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, we aren't including the Grail-based units, uh, since Grails are a limited currency, uh, and so you know you can only, only earn them so fast, so those are not being counted in the uh, non-limited new heroes that we're uh, debating over here or discussing over here. Uh, these are our top three of those heroes, of those 54 heroes. Uh, and, you know, as many listeners know, we're not too statistically inclined, so it's not necessarily the best units of the year, but they are our favorites. So, cool. uh, quickly, did you have any honorable mentions before we get into the actual list? Well, my honorable mention goes to Nana for uh, for the excellent puns that she inspired on this on this fairy show uh, ah yes by the way my nana's doing great she's in florida with my prepare they're having a grand time in your lovely sunshine state because it's warm okay prepare that's that's a new one it's french for grandfather i think okay it's been long enough since i took french that i won't argue my honorable mentions i had uh camilla uh, the Flower of, Flannis, Flower of Fantasy version, uh, because I like that they brought the Hoshiden spellbooks in, hmm. and uh, Legarn, because it was interesting to see a, a semi-human character coming out of Mew spell. Yeah, those so. are those are really good. Uh, yep. Uh, for my number three, I have Krom, Exalted Knight. Uh, Krom's always been up there for me. Uh, well, with my uh, fascination with Lissa, we'll say. Um, and the voice line from Mr. Mercer on him of, I'm being helpful! It's just always been a something I kick out of and stuck in my head. It is a bit weird to shout. I remember when we were, I think I think we were doing the show when he came out and we were very surprised by his exclamation that he made. Yes. So. <laughs> That's a good one. Uh, my number three is Veronica Brave Princess because uh, a user poll finally does something extraordinary and gives us it, it gives us something that the community really wants, but the developer might not have wanted to share with us so soon or at all, for that matter. And the fact that we got the bad guy from book one. Now, book two and uh, even maybe book three have shown us that they are willing to give us the bad guys eventually, but Veronica was always that one, and we still technically haven't got the Veronica that we've been, you know, fighting against since the beginning of the game. But it is very interesting that we we got Veronica, and she's a decent unit too. I mean, and what book two kind of showed us is that once we're done fighting against those heroes, seems to be when we're going to get those heroes as summonable units, mm-hmm. which unfortunately with the way they set up the story, I don't know if that'll ever happen for classic Veronica. Exactly. For you know? sure. Um, so that one's, yeah, but it is nice that we did finally get her, uh, from the poll. And it's nice that they didn't pull a, um, beast unit, uh, switch on us. Like they did for the um, second through, or the yeah two and 
number three and four on the lists. Because I think there were a couple beast units that were higher than the ones they created units for. But since they had not added beast units yet, they were skipping over them. Oh, interesting. So, I do believe that the Veronica and Celica were the top two. It's just that I think uh, either number three or four, there was a beast unit before them. I could be misremembering, but... Hmm. I'm not sure. Uh, yep. Uh, for number two in this category, my choice was Makota, Caring Mother. Uh, I always kind of liked her in Fates, and it was such a bummer that they killed her off pretty much right away. Uh, she was a nice, good character that I kind of liked, and then, you know, gets killed before the story even starts, really. Um, and I also just kind of really enjoy the fact that her voice actor or actress, if you want to be specific is married to Ryoma, who is her stepson, uh, his voice actor. Or she's, or Krom, if you want to be specific, because it is Matt Mercer there again. Yeah, Matt Mercer, he gets around in the Fire Emblem franchise. Yep. And his wife, Marisha Ray, is the one who voices Makoto, so I always got a kick out of that. Yeah, well, that's really good. Uh, my number two was Murr. The Great Dragon, she came out earlier in the year, and then I actually summoned her later on uh, in the year uh, since her addition to the game, and, and I, I've just found that she's been a very strong unit, and she fits into most of my teams when when I need her to, and yeah, she's just a solid unit all around, and, and I do like her art, and I don't remember her from, she's from the Ike games, or, or she, no, we went over this already. She's no, I believe from, she's from the Ephraim games. So. Right, so obviously I haven't experienced uh ex- experience oh that's right because we had that conversation in discord when we made when i made the mistake originally and then in the christmas or the holiday paralogue he mentioned or Ephraim mentions mer anyways i like yep. mer i like her art and i i like that she's a she's a very versatile unit as well so she's my number two yes well give giving Gur i mean mer some love <laughs> um you know, that's one of the weird nicknames I heard someone calling her because, you know, one of her voice lines is just her growling, going grr. <laughs> so, um, right. yep, my number one for this category. Uh, well, before we get to that, let's hop over to the Discord choices. Uh, we got Whirlwind uh, echoing your number three choice and saying his uh, favorite was Brave Veronica. Um, Opera had a favorite of Air. And uh, Glenbow actually matched up with me. Uh, I think it's Glenbow321 in Discord specifically. But he matched up with me with Morgan Female. Morgan Last from Afar. Uh, for me, since I played Awakening with a male Robin, I feel a bit more connection with the female version than the male version. Because, uh, you know, in the game, she was my daughter in there. Um, and the Black Pegasus was one that was just really caught my eye and was kind of cool yeah. that she rides around on. She did it. Um, bef- and, uh, she she did it first. She was cool, and then uh, Air copied her. Yep. Uh, although Air added her own little undead flair to it. True. Um, and uh, like with Crom, if I can't get Lissa, since the uh, Lissa was criminally ignored this year, mm. um, I might as well go for her daughter from my game, especially since Wayne is just way too over the top for me. Yeah. Owain is very, very much over the top. Uh, my number one, no one agreed with me here. I mean, we we didn't have a, a huge 
you know, community intake. But I went with Micaiah. Uh, I call her Bird Lady. The reason I picked her is, like, I, I don't base... Like, my picks here are more based on, like, the, the heroes that stood out to me, not in terms of skill. Because I do have a base team that is consistent of fairly standard you know, uh, heroes. And, and a majority of these folks aren't on those teams, but these were my favorite to kind of pop into the game. And, and Micaiah, the coolest thing about her was that she had that little bird and it was that extra flair that no other hero had at the time that was really special to me, you know? And the fact that she wasn't a, a limited seasonal unit, she was a new unit and she had that extra flair was, was extra special as well. So Micaiah is my number yep. one favorite hero for, for this year. Okay. Okay, so that was our favorite, uh, you know, normal units, non-limited units of the year. Our next category, Ryan, is what? Well, we have our favorite new limited heroes from 2018. We have 67 units that are limited to timed events, Tempest Trials, Grand Hero Battle Maps, or to time-sensitive banners, seasonal units, and legendary heroes, and these are our favorites. Now, keep in mind that Halfway through the year, they added the uh, heroic grail, the holy, gra- the heroic grails, or the holy grails. Well, that was actually just barely been added, not even halfway. Right. So they just added like, that past which, month. Yeah, which might take some of these heroes out of the limited category. But since those grails are hard to come by, we decided this year to keep that whole pool into one category. So, any honorable mentions for twenty eighteen in the limited category there, Eddie? Uh, for me, it was Legendary Lucina. Um, Lucina's definitely been up there, and the Bocina there was a fun one. And Summer Camilla, uh, for the same reason that uh, Cecilia is notable for her uh, weapon here in the winter, Summer Camilla and her wine glass that she was using as a weapon. Yeah, you just break that thing over a table and you got a weapon. I think she was casting spells through it, but still. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. Yeah, she wasn't a dagger unit. She was uh, she was casting spells through her wine. Uh, I for my honorable mentions, and again, like you're gonna sense a pattern as we go through these, is uh, Elliewood Devoted Love, which was a free unit that we got through the Tempest Trials, I believe, during the Love Abounds event this year. And the honorable mention goes to uh, Elliewood Devoted Love because it fixed Elliewood's art. He's got that weird art, his original unit, and then this one comes in and it's like it's standard art and and the character actually is not a complete diversion from from an Elliewood where we were knowing and expecting right so I, I i really like that and i also threw legendary tiki in here for her just being again another badass small uh dragon unit so really cool stuff yep yeah so what's your number three this this year for uh, my number three for the new limited hero is Spring Sharina. Uh, she's still one of my favorite uh, original Fae characters. Uh, and she just had so much fun with the Spring outfits that it was really fun, uh, nice and fun. And, you know, even if she's not a great battler, she's, you know, I kind of like her. She's kind of fun. Yeah, she was bubbly and she was, she, you know, unlike Spring Alphonse. Uh, or no, Alphonse and, and Spring Alphonse. Both Sharina and Spring Sharina were having a good time with it. So yep, I dug that. I can dig it. Uh, my number three, Halloween Dorcas, which Opera chose as his favorite. I just thought, free unit, incredible art, and it's just, 
it was like one of those Halloween events where it's like, man, this is a male unit. They, they they designed it really, really well, and they gave us this Halloween Dorcas for free. It's just yeah. something that they don't normally do or, or, or are able to achieve. So, yeah, really good stuff. And what do we got for number so, two? I think we actually, we, we, uh, yeah, we agreed on we, this one. Yep, we matched on our number two. So I went with Mia, Moonlit Witch. Mm-hmm. Uh, she just seems like a fun and cool character, and her witch outfit made her kind of stand out. So, you know, I liked her and yep. yeah the cool thing about her art is that it's not a huge departure from her original art which is an orange and black sort of uh for sort of get up and then you look at her witch outfit you know you just add a little bit of a cape you got her hat the broom and then her staff and and, and you're good right um, yes her her staff that looks very suspiciously like a lance yeah yeah well, she is a flying healer, so that was really cool. And yep. yeah, honestly, solid unit and one of the only Halloween characters I got outside of Dorcas from that event. And I was completely happy with that. I was actually going for Moonlit Witch, uh, Mia, so good stuff. Nice. So you mentioned that Opera matched you your number three with Halloween Dorcas for his favorite. What were the other Discord choices for the favorite True. limited unit? Yes, before we, we delay, we're gonna, you know, drum roll, please, before we get to number one. Uh, Whirlwind selected Aversa, which was a grand hero battle that ran. Uh, and just as an overall unit, a, a great addition. And I was super stoked to find that she was uh, added into the Heroic Grails section. So I now have her as well. Um, and then Glenbow selected Hoshiden Xander as his uh, selection for the new limited heroes. So good stuff. I, I will admit, technically, in what he wrote in Discord, Hoshin Xander was his secondary choice, a close second. Mm-hmm. Uh, but his the one he put in as his uh, main choice was Kinshi Hinoka. Oh, okay. Uh, and she is technically a non-limited character. So I went with his second choice. Oh, okay. So cool. Well, it's hard to remember because those turkey flyers, it was kind of... Oh, yeah. Speaking of turkey flyers, um, I do have Legendary Ryoma and his turkey as my number one favorite limited hero for 2018. Uh, I just really do like the Kinshi Knight outfit, and I did find um, Ryoma beat out Hinoka because I tend to use him a bit more um, than I do with Hinoka, although she is quite useful with her bow that beats the crap out of, I think, both horses and armored units. Hmm. Uh, but I chose Ryoma over Hanoka there, so. Cool. Yeah, I, I don't have either of them, so I am super jealous. Uh, this should be no surprise. I think if Lissa got an alt in this year, we would certainly see that on the list, if not at the top. Whichever list she had gotten the alt in, she would have been the top, no doubt. Yeah. So I went with Legendary Lin for my selection uh, at the top. I know... She's not the greatest legendary hero, but the fact that we got a legendary Lin this year is is awesome that, uh, that they gave her a legendary character. So I and she was also our first uh, colored bow user. Yeah, great point. Actually, yeah. So first colored bow user, uh, not the last to appear this year, but yeah, I just I was super stoked to have legendary Lin come into the game. I think I even I did a special stream. To summon her, I don't think the video is still available. It might have gotten, uh, might have just expired. But um, it, it, yeah, number one was Legendary Lin. I don't use her very often, but still my favorite 
limited hero that came out this year. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, our next category requires a bit more explaining because uh, it's kind of a odd one. Uh, but what I was thinking of is the way I was thinking of it is, you know, it's okay. Sorry. I'll learn how to talk one of these days. I promise. It's our favorite overall character in Fire Emblem Heroes. Um, as fans of the Fire Emblem series, many people do have favorite characters for various reasons from, uh, you know, playing them in the games and just, you know, growing attachments to them and other factors. Sometimes those feelings are locked in, uh, but sometimes something in Fae or somewhere else may make us reconsider what we thought about the unit and uh, where they fit on our list of favorite characters, such as, you know, a random, almost worthless unit from an early game in the series becoming a, a giant meme and such a big meme that just the mere mention of their name makes you cringe and groan at the constant torture of them popping up again and again and again with their creepy bald head. Not that I'm naming any names or anything. Uh, or a Forging Bonds event makes you realize that that kind of creepy character that you may have skipped playing their uh, side chapter in the original game is far more tragic than you realize and that their behavior while not exactly healthy is a bit you know kind of sad to what considering what happened to them or to fit more with this category a character you somewhat liked in their original game uh, and either they have the design they do for the actual character unit in Faye uh, makes you like them more or um, you know like a forging bonds discussion makes you like them more or less uh, so this is the favorite character in the Fire Emblem universe uh, with the limit that they must have at least one unit in Faye so characters like Charlotte and Noir do count because uh, they have seasonal units if even if for some reason uh, like with Charlotte still don't know why we don't have a normal version of her but some reason they don't have normal units yet. Uh, for the future years, we'll just be doing a check and see if anything has changed our list. Uh, but this year we're giving out a full top five list because obviously for me and um, Ryan, our number ones are kind of obvious. Yeah. <laughs> if you've listened to any episodes of the show. Yeah, pretty pretty easy to guess. Yeah, and as my number one confirms of obviously Lissa, uh, the character did not have to have a unit come out this year. They just have to have a unit in, in the game. So, uh, do we want to go one through five or five through one since everyone knows our ones? I mean, yeah, we might as well go one through five. There's, this is so, not really in any particular order for me. Yeah. Okay. So, um, yeah, obviously Lissa was my number one. Uh, Lynn, I'm guessing was your number one, Ryan, right? Oh, well, yeah. Lynn was my number one. <laughs> yeah. Um, for me, uh, I took Om as my number two. Mm -hmm. um, playing through Echoes, I kind of liked him a little more, and uh, I felt that he was more or less hysterical during the end of Act 2 of Echoes when they had the big spat. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, he was just trying to explain himself, and Celica wouldn't listen, so I kind of put him over Celica for that. Although I like both of them a lot, but that's why I chose Alm over Celica there. 
Yeah. Also, I think I probably chose Alm a bit because he hasn't gotten as much love as Celica. Yeah, there's been no Alm alts yet, and and that's funny because my number two was Celica, and I'm I want more Celica alts because I think the only one we've gotten was was uh, well actually that's not true. We got Brave Celica, so maybe maybe Celica's have, got a good year. We have four Celicas at this point. We got Normal Celica, Brave Celica, um, Fell Celica or Evil Celica, Imprisoned Soul, yeah. and um. I think there were, didn't we get a heroic silica or no, maybe there's only three. Well, there you go. There's room for more. So, <laughs> uh, I, I think that the, the, the entirety of echoes, uh, I agree with you though, the, the, the end of book two, I think they're just, there's a communication issue between Om and Celica and, and Om I think is maybe doing a better job of explaining himself and he's not being listened to, but at the end of the game, I think Celica, you know, comes full circle, and and I really, I really appreciated her more because of that game, and and uh, but I do like Om as well, but Celica is my number two, and and I I do believe we'll get more alts for both those characters in the new year. Yep, uh, for me, my number three was Soleil. Mm-hmm. Um, had had, and this one's more of a faith because of Faye, because uh, I didn't really play enough of Fate's Conquest to. Uh, get her in the game and finding with such a bubbly and bright personality in Faye really kind of drew me to her and I kind of like her character cool no and we had some fun discussing her character as well on the summoner's focus we did on her yep so good stuff uh my number three is Fiorm. uh she was uh, a character that came along late last year and I've been using her ever since I think her ability to uh, take some magic hits and deal it right back has been it's been a really good addition to my team and and I her uh, her personality is a little cold and a little little flat but she does have her moments uh, throughout book two so she's my yeah. number three nice uh, for me I chose four, uh, for my number four I chose Hector mm-hmm. uh, he's just a fun bombastic personality uh, who doesn't who seems not to care what anyone thinks although if you listen to some of his level 40 uh chats he does actually understand and care about other people he just doesn't let that you know uh really stop him from his showing his personality and just his portrayal in the valentine's event was just kind of fun as epitomized by his subtitle during that event just here to fight Yeah, no, he, uh, Hector, they have some fun with Hector, and I think the fact that they just kept giving him the axe for every alt, <laughs> except for his brave unit, was, was kind yep. of funny. Oh, yeah. Cool. Well, uh, my number four was Reinhardt, original Reinhardt. Uh, the way he kind of gets Reddit going with his memes and his smile and all that weird stuff, it, I, I get a kick out of it. And yeah, he's, he's a unit well, I've used since the beginning. Yep, yeah, and this this category just encompasses all versions of him. Oh, okay. Um, if it if it is the original Reinhardt that made you choose him more, that's fine. It's just any version of Reinhardt counts in here. Well, any version of Reinhardt yeah. will do. Yep, yeah, and my last one um, to round out the uh, quote unquote fun train is Loki. Uh, it's kind of the same reason I like Loki in the MCU. Uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's not necessarily that I like them personally, uh, but they're both uh, up for having fun and making chaos uh, whenever they can. 
uh, you know, and whatever helps them, but they just often add a lot of craziness when they show up. Yeah, you know, for sure. No, Loki's a great, a great choice. Uh, I went with Ike for my fifth choice just because he's had a lot of love in the game, but I also just, I've been playing a lot of Smash and I've, I've been playing a little bit as Ike and I just, I think Ike is a really cool character that doesn't get a lot yeah. of appreciation you know outside of like with the gamecube and Wii, like they're kind of the black sheep of the fire emblem franchise so it's nice to see the love happening in fire emblem heroes yeah um yeah ike's my main in smash so he would definitely be a close sixth place for me but uh just the others partially because of fave popped out popped out a little more to me but um over in the discord uh, Whirlwind wanted to choose Rudolph from Echoes because uh, he is quite a interesting character once you find out his story fully in that game. Uh, but since Rudolph does not yet have a unit in the in Fey, uh, he went with um, the most evil creature imaginable, Riss. <laughs> we knew that was going to happen, though. We knew he was going to pop up at some point. Ah. Uh didn't know kind of hoped it wouldn't but you know but it's almost like you you we created this uh category just so wrist would pop up i mean if it weren't for this category he wouldn't have shown his face so if anything it's your fault right is that what you're saying i think that's what valid point valid (laughs) point (laughs) um opera went for lara shell and charlotte uh you know He's always liked Charlotte, and I think I didn't remember exactly what he said about Lara Shell, but she was definitely up there for him. Yeah, Lara Shell's good. And then uh, Glembo had Minerva as his choice. Who's solid choice? Now is that the now is that the actual unit, or is that just Cherish's wyvern that he's talking about? I believe he went for the unit there. Oh, okay. So, because I didn't think that Cherish's uh, wyvern had much character just the name minerva so good we clarified that all right well uh what do we got next here we got favorite new mode from 2018 there were a bunch of new modes added in 2018 from rival domains to aether raids uh and there was also a defunct mode wasn't there what or what was that one called um obviously it won't be our favorite because they already removed it from the anyways i'll move on uh which of them really grabbed well, our attention i can't remember one that was removed so oh the relay defense which technically not completely dropped out but it is yeah they're reworking it being retooled yes yep. uh i th- i think both of us had the same choice but before we we disclose that i do want to mention you know honorable mention to ether raids as having a lot of promise and I think 2019 is going to be a special year for that mode. They're really going to bring it and show its true uh, its true potential. So just wanted to get that out of there uh, before we talk about our favorite mode. Well, yep, my favorite's not going to surprise anyone because everyone knows, you know, with my love of bland conquest, that it obviously had to be forging bonds with the <laughs> extra conversations and all. Yeah, forging bonds is a good Sorry. one. I had to throw a bit of shade at bland. I mean. Lit- grand conquest this is supposed to be a positive thing (laughs) no i i understand um forging bonds is honestly uh, my favorite as well just as it it gives intelligent systems more room to be creative uh 
in in a way that they've they've clearly been showing with just the level 40 support conversations and all that but uh, the only negative about about forging bonds i can think of is that they've they've created this uh this well they've created conversations that are now earnable and therefore missable right so it's it's interesting but also not so great at the same time but i don't fault the, the mode for that for sure yeah, and part of me wonders if they're going to eventually do something where it just automatically unlocks or some other way to get them unlocked eventually. But yeah, it is, if you either don't play enough or were not playing at the time that the event came out, you can end up missing those conversations. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I do miss out. If there were any other reasons that it might be a little iffy as the rewards are a little meh, although they are adding tickets to it, so we'll see how that how many tickets that is and how that works, how that helps or hinders. So. Indeed. Yeah, that's true. Uh, the tickets being added to forging bonds. I'm really looking forward to that. So yep. that might get me to play all the way through and, without forgetting. Yep. And for our final um, category, uh, you put it as most likely to be demoted, but for me, it was more of a, who do I want to see demoted? Because, huh. uh, like like I mentioned earlier, we're not really the most dig into the statistics and the skills and all that stuff to see who's most likely. Uh, but it's just, who do I not want to see in the five-star pool or at least have a four-star variation added or variation available? Uh, so, yeah, for me, the big one I would love to see get demoted um, is Carol. Because I just don't want him popping up in the five-star pool anymore. He's really <laughs> worthless and just pops up every so often just to remind you, hey, no one cares about me. I'm here. I'm here. You know, I never really thought about it, but you're right. Like, just heroes that pop up that we don't want to see anymore uh, in the five-star, or uh, likely in the five-star pool. Like... I mean, his sister Carla is so much better, and yet he's the one who usually pops up for you, both being red sword users units yeah no i uh carol's a good one i i put down so i wasn't really sure what to put down because again like you said i'm not a big stats guy but i tried to think about who i would like to see more of uh in the game from other users and 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 some some projects like some plus 10 projects and i put micaiah i think she would be really cool to see in in the four star pool uh, to have more of her kind of kicking around. Don't see her as often as I would like to see. In the yeah, game. and that was kind of where I was going from my other two choices. Uh, like, I wouldn't mind seeing original Lynn uh, get demoted. So we could yeah. maybe plus 10 her, you know, get get her more often. I could uh, go with the, the plus 10 Lynn, that's for sure. Yep. Or the one that we both shared of Lucina. Wouldn't mind seeing one of the Lucinas get demoted. Yeah, uh, Mast Marth kind of ha- is this common unit that a lot of people have many versions of. So more more Lucinas to kind of balance that would be good. Um, yeah, would be good. Uh, Mast Marth's available in the um, Holy Grail menu, but yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, we've just got a lot of versions of him just through, or her through uh, all the events and special special stuff. Um, I also put Ike on here. Just as like, like I said, it would be great to have more of the original Ike popping up, uh, and get a four star version of him. Eventually, I mean, we didn't get a, a mass demotion this year, so. Well, I think it was like 
early January or late December when we got the Master Motion last year. Oh, it was the yearly. Uh, it was the year. It was. It was surprisingly before the new year started, or before not the new year, but before the uh, anniversary. It might have been in January, but before the actual anniversary hit hmm. is when we got it. But not, you know, I don't think it was until after December. Okay. Because Soleil was one of the few that avoided the um, chopping block, per se, of getting demoted of a four- and five-star hero that got demoted down to three- and four-star heroes because uh, she was only, like, four or five weeks old or, you know, or one or two banners old. Hmm. So. Interesting. Ah, yeah, so we look forward to those that news in uh, the new year. And that marks our first, whatever we're calling these, uh, uh, Fae of the Year celebrations, the Orbeez, the Golden Summons. Ooh, that's a good one. The Golden Summons. Hmm, yeah. I don't that's know. That's not a bad one. Okay, well, uh, Discord, let us know what, what we're on to. But uh, let's let's get into the, the, the wrap-up of the show. We've got Summoner's Focus, and this time we're looking at Finn. Lance of Legend from Thracia seven seven six. Yes, that is the category we're technically working from this, or the game we're technically working from. Uh, although Finn um, is a vassal of Thracia, and he does appear in Genealogy of the Holy War as well. Uh, but he also is in Thracia seventy seven seven six, and he watched over Nana and Leaf as they grew up, uh, protecting them and assisting them during their appearances during both of those games. Because uh, apparently Leaf does appear in the second half of uh, Genealogy, which makes sense because Thracia is part of Leaf. Uh, the Thracia 776 game like happens right before uh, the events of the second half of Genealogy. Uh, and he does serve Quan during the first half of the Genealogy of the Holy War. So, hmm. um, I don't have a ton of experience with him. I picked him up during his original Tempest trial and leveled them up to 40 since then haven't done a ton with them yeah i i'm in the same boat and it's funny like when these units get picked um i do like to to break down the unit and look at at what uh at what the unit has to offer but really if i have no i i don't have any personal experience with uh, with them i got them through the tempest trials and that's about it um but the preferred iv well he's a tempest trial unit so he has no iv he's he is neutral across the board Thin, plain, white toast. <laughs> Not a good or bad thing, I guess. Yep. That's what uh, his, yep, his recommended uh, build uh, is Sweet First, Ask Questions Later, a Fire Sweep Lance build for him. Hmm. Uh, so it recommends, obviously, replacing his uh, Brave Lance with a Fire Sweep Lance. Uh you know, for his assist skill, it suggests reposition. Uh, you can go with swap or ardent sacrifice. Uh, once again, like most re assist skills, you know, there are plenty of units who you can get that off of. Uh, his special, they recommend Moonbow uh, with an alternative glimmer. Uh, you know, once again, like, like most specials, it's one of the more common ones. Uh, many units get it at four star, so mm -hmm. not a hard one to get a hold of. No, 
and and here's where we get into the expensive uh unit shopping life and death three is the a skill being suggested with a backup of swiss sparrow or fury fury obviously being the one that's going to be the easiest to get a hold of um, uh, yeah but life and death three with um since south came out is not that hard oh, uh, right. since south does get it at uh four star oh so that so might bad. be one of the cheapers now that sauce there but yeah uh, chill speed i'm guessing doesn't have any four star units no i don't uh, so, think so yeah uh chill speed is his recommended b slot skill uh yeah it's off of fallen silica uh ulyssian traveler olivia so flying olivia cliff or yulger so yeah very but... limited pool five star only yeah but there's some backups there that, that work quite well uh with Swordbreaker and Hit and Run, but Threaten Defense 3, which is the C-slot, that's uh, achievable off of parry at four stars, so you probably got a couple of... Uh, couple. Of, if you're playing the game for the last two years, you got a couple of her laying around that you can inherit Threaten Defense so from. Not an overly expensive uh, build, but there is some cost in there. No, I, I think uh, that one's pretty achievable for me, and normally I'm like, yep. this is way too much. And, and if you don't want to get Threaten Defense off of a parry, which... Not sure why you wouldn't, but um, it does suggest either Fortify Cavalry or Ward Cavalry there as an option. Cool. And it does suggest using Speed plus 3 as his Sacred Seal. Or Attack plus 3 if you don't have that one. Yeah. No, it's a solid so. unit. And, he, and you should have him. And if you don't, if you missed him in the Tempest Trials, you can go buy him in the Heroic Grails section. Uh, so yeah, no excuses here. Let's all go build our fin and call it a day. Next time on Summoner's Focus, we're going to have Sacred Stones making another appearance on the Focus. And you can get your suggestions in on Discord, and we'll collect those over the next couple weeks. And uh, we'll, do a, we'll do a Summoner's Focus uh, in the near future. So look forward to that. Yep. All right. So forgot to jot this down, but do you cool. have any guesses on who will be the New Year's heroes? Well, it was Fates last year. So it won't be fates again. Do we feel Probably like not. what were the what were the it was it was the Tellius series that they were saying was going to be in January, right? Uh yes, but that's uh, been confirmed with Tabarn and mm -hmm. uh, the others with the banner on the tenth. Now, so it doesn't necessarily mean it won't be them. No, true on the ho holiday banner. Now, now the hint of the Tempest Trials being princess-related, do you feel like we might get an Echoes with Celica, possibly? Or is there well, another it, franchise that has more princesses or, or game series? Well, I think most games have princesses. Cetus technically a princess of Talus. Right. Um, you know, Lucina's technically a princess of An Awakening. What if they uh, just did a bunch of princesses and so, didn't do a specific game? It's yeah, they could do that. They could do a bunch of princesses without sp picking a specific game. Uh, if they do like they did for this year's um, Tempest Trial or this the Winter Tempest Trial we have going on now, uh, the Tempest Trial is likely to have Camilla. Um, oh, who else was it? Uh, Takumi, Corn, and Azura. I think it was. Uh, there are two princesses right in there. So, you know, with Azura and Camilla are technically princesses of Nor. So, who, who knows? It, yep, it 
with the princess's mention in the Tempest Trial, who knows what it could be. It could just be that they're going to have Fjorm, uh, Sharina, Veronica, Air, and maybe some other princesses. Who yeah. knows? It should be a grand old time. Uh, we'll look yep. forward to that. We'll find out in the next couple weeks, and we can chat about that yes. in the Discord. Uh, we're at the hour mark here, so we but we are going to touch a bit on the Outrealm Gate as we talk about a Fire Emblem event that's happening in Super Smash Brothers Ultimate this weekend, and I believe it's only part one. Eddie, do you have more details yep. on this? Uh, all they say is that it's part one. Uh, some of these heroes might not appear in part two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if there's any that you need for your spirit uh, spirits in the game, you might want to grab them now. Um, the guaranteed four spirits are Sita, Erica, Azura, and Elawood. Sita uh, appearing at one at one a.m. and p.m. Erica at four a.m. and p.m. Azura at seven a.m. and p.m. and Elawood at ten a.m. and p.m. Um, I glanced through. I have everyone who's currently available in the event. Although I might want to try and grab a spare Lelina before the event ends, so I can summon Hector. Yeah, I I did get Hector, but uh, looking at the Fire Emblem event, uh, I've been playing through it. Now, if you do face off against a Fire Emblem spirit, you are going to get some additional rewards in terms of, uh, you know, gold and spirit points. And uh, yeah, yeah, it seems to be a bonus to the spirit points this time around. The last one was gold. This one seems to oh. be spirit points. Okay, well, that's good to know. And I think like what I've been seeing is you're guaranteed to get two Fire Emblem Spirits, but some of them will pop up in the other slots as well, I've seen. And just yep. a great way to build out your, your library of Fire Emblem characters. Yep. Cool. Yeah, it, se- it seems that for the events, you're, you're guaranteed two slots for the event uh, that will always have one of the event characters. And then if, if someone else in the event pops up in the random rotation, then you might be able to get them as well. And you'll yep. get the bonus rewards if they're part of the event. Yeah. And and for those wondering, uh, we are planning to do a deep dive, or at least a deeper dive, on Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. Both Eddie and I have, have been playing it pretty pretty exhaustively. And I think we are going to do that soon. Yep. But un- unfortunately, with the the golden orbies, the, the golden summons, the fay of the year, we, uh, we have run out of time. But I do look forward to playing more Smash and talking about it with <laughs> Eddie in the near future. What makes you think I've been playing it exhaustively? I've only unlocked all the characters in 100% world of, the World of Light mode. Now, uh, it's the 100% of World of Light, because that thing is huge. <laughs> That's a oh, yeah. big game. Uh, oh, but... yeah. I, I saw someone who was doing a Let's Play on there who gets a uh, bit of a spoiler, but the first map is not the only map in the game. Say what? And that's not counting the portal worlds. Oh wow! Okay. After you get through the first map, it opens up a second map that's not quite as big, and it's the end game, basically. Not quite. Oh my gosh! There's a third map. (laughs) Oh my gosh! That's even smaller, but that's the end game. Yes. Okay. Third map is the end game. I mean, if we're spoiling maps, we might as well just go all out. Uh, We'll be talking about Smash Brothers in the near future, so you guys keep playing, and we will keep talking about it uh eddie we will look to return in two weeks uh we will we will not have an episode next week but we will be back and eddie may uh, be off on vacation but we'll try to do something 
Uh, and if not, I'll, I'll, I'll have a guest on and we'll talk about all the new heroes and stuff that we can talk about. But Eddie, I leave final words to you, good sir. Hmm? Oh, sorry, I was miles away. <laughs> no, 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 that's next week. And many, many miles away you will be. Uh, thank you, Eddie. It's been great. 2018 has been a fantastic year for Fire Emblem Heroes and Summoner's Call. We got through our first year. That's great stuff. You can visit us on the web at gamersinpodcast.com slash Faye. Find all of our episodes there. Email the show, Faye at gamersinpodcast.com. Check out the Fire Emblem channel in the Gamers In Discord over at bit.ly slash TGI Discord. I cannot stress enough. A great place to visit. Lots of awesome conversations happening with our listeners and Eddie and I. So go there, check it out. Follow us on Twitter. You can find myself at rmurphy, Eddie at Drellfear, and don't forget to follow at the Gamers In for show updates. That's going to do it for this episode of Summoner's Call. Have a great week and happy summoning. Mm-hmm.